BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This Bendrovsky show, Benny J. Tiger King bonus is brought to you in part by the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, Local 126 in District 8, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 9, the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 150, the Chicago Federation of Labor, and some lady named Carol Baskin. <laughs> Bonus time on the Ben Jarofsky Show as I speak. What is today? Today is Wednesday, April 8th, 2020. But of course, it's a podcast. You're listening to this anytime. The headlines are just, I don't even want to read the headlines in the, the paper for today. It's just grim, desperate uh, news about our grim, desperate times. We're in the midst of a pandemic. And one of the things, as everybody knows who listens to the show, one of the things I've been doing to sort of escape the moment uh, is to indulge myself. My wife and I have been watching, well, we finished, we obsessively watched Tiger King. I wrote about it for the reader. Uh, I have a whole political slant on it, but I'm going to sort of keep that, for, put that to the side for a moment and just like bask in the delicious glory of this twisted universe, the Tiger King universe that's been depicted in the seven part series on Netflix. And I thought about this, D. Who? would be better to take this deep dive into this insane world than the distinguished guest I have with us today. And as we do with all bonus shows, uh, we ask our distinguished guests to introduce him or herself. Distinguished guest, introduce yourself. Well, hello, Ben Jarofsky Show. This is Scott Dup. I am an actor, comedian, radio host of Out Chicago on WCPT, where Ben got fired! <laughs> and... I've also started my own little cooking series called Scott Duff Cooking Stuff, and you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Scott Duff Cooking Stuff. My wife is a huge fan of Scott Duff Cooking Stuff. and Your producer's a, a big fan of Scott yes, Duff Cooking Yes, Dr. Stuff. D is a big fan. Oh, yay. And so we're, we're going to figure out a way uh, as more to divert ourselves from the madness of the pandemic to figure out how I can do a podcast where uh, Scott Duff is leading me through, you know, whatever recipe he's cooking up. I think that would be a very Ooh. funny. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, because I really have issues in the kitchen. Okay, like I'm not like okay, we'll keep it easy. Like here we go. I'm gonna throw a tough question at you. What is the? <laughs> I can see Scott Duff. By the way. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in his closet. It looks like there's like jackets in the background. What? Yes, shut up. The irony is not lost on me that I am doing all of my stuff from the closet these days. Okay. A place where I haven't been since I was 18. Uh, it's a good place to get out of. But, but yeah. 
By the way, speaking of which, I recommend uh, Unorthodox, which is about someone coming. This is what I hear. Yeah, excellent flick. Uh, now Scott is adjusting what looks like a wonderful jacket uh, in the background. Yeah, but the, I was just showing it to you. Oh, I see. All right. Uh, so, um, okay. So here's your test <laughs> question, question of the day, uh, Mr. Uh, Cook. What is the difference yeah. between a tomato and a cherry tomato? One bigger. <laughs> You passed the audition, Scotty Duff. <laughs> well, thank, woo, thank you. <sighs> oh, uh, panicking over here. Man, that guy really knows the stuff about cooking, D. Uh, I know, I know. All right, let's get down to business. Tiger King, uh, just before oh. we, I have this, this great show planned out, we're going to take the deep dive. And let me just say this. Uh, any of you out there who have not watched this show, Maybe you should uh, come back to this episode later and it'll all have greater meaning. Although I can't, I, it's the number one show in America right now. So I think most people who've tuned in uh, have, have seen it already. So we're going to go through the characters, the list of insane characters uh, one by one and get your thoughts on each of them, Scott. Uh, but before we do that, which is just your general impression, your overall impression of the show? I loved it. <laughs> I think it is further proof that uh, Florida should just be lopped off and let it float off into the ocean down towards Cuba to go away. Weird things happen in Florida. It's got something for everybody. There are redneck gun-toting gays on there. There is a possible cult leader. There are missing persons. There are like murder for hire and tigers, tigers, tigers. And for some reason, a lot of ducks and dogs running around. I loved it. <laughs> and the entire time I was watching it, like Jerry and I were sitting here, we burned through five episodes in one night. There are only seven. Yeah. We watched five in a row because most of the time we just sat there and looked at each other like, uh, is, this, <laughs> is, this, is this happening? Yeah. Are these people real? Like it's, they're bananas. The whole, all of them. All of them. They are. All right, we'll take them uh, uh, character by character in a bit. But let me just ask you this. This notion, this 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 passion that people have for big cats, that's at the uh, the center of it. Uh, the various characters in this show uh, run uh, big cat zoo, private big cat zoos, tigers, lions, uh, man-made hybrids, ligers, etc. Uh, have you ever even been remotely... Uh, interested in big cats have you ever do you share this obsession in any way or the obsession with big cat well no no not to, not to the, the same degree as these people uh i do think though growing up i grew up in st louis and the st louis zoo had this big exhibit called big cat country and i was always fascinated by it like as a kid because we would go on field trips and stuff uh, but I do remember one time I was standing outside of a puma's cage, locking eyes at it. And I started, I was, you know, I was 11. So I started making like growly sounds at it and the puma spit at me. So, yeah. So that kind of put me off the, uh, the big cat. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's something I, I How get. How about you? Are you a no, big cat guy? I don't like, I'm okay. True confession time. If I had to choose between dogs and cats, I'm a dog guy. I'm not a cat person. I oh, love 24 seven. Yeah. And so I've never really had the thing for cats, but big cats, th this is an obsession that I, I just, I don't get, I don't get it at all. The, the I know. 
hugging them and stuff like that. Yeah, no, like I mean, there's a reason why every truck stop you go into in like rural America, they will have some sort of like version of a black velvet painting with like a tiger on it, or a black panther, or something, or a shirt that you can buy. So make a fashion statement about your kitties. Yeah, uh, people people dig them. People dig it like all like these people and the the statistics they were giving out. Wasn't there something like there's sixteen thousand big cats in America? But in the wild, the, that number is greatly reduced. Yeah, like it, it's weird. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I don't get it. Well, the uh, the show is made uh, directed by uh, a conservationist, uh, Eric Good, and for the most part, it's this in, uh, this glimpse of an insane world filled with crazy characters. Uh, and you can all get off on their insanity. But at the end, and I want to give too much away. Well, everybody listening to this has seen it. At the end, he makes a pitch for, he has a theme. He, he exposes a theme about how man is encroaching on the the natural wild and is forcing animals that out of their natural habitat and into this life where they're, they're what? They're almost domesticated. They're not quite domesticated, these big cats, but they're sort of domesticated. Though any moment now, they might bite someone's arm off. Uh, yeah, Bill. Yeah. Talk to Safri. Yes. Talk to, we'll get to Safri. All right. Let's take it. <laughs> let, let's take it character by character. Of course, the star of the show, uh, if there is a star, uh, Joe Exotic. Your thoughts on Joe Exotic? A fashion icon, trendsetter when it comes to hair, uh, meth addict extraordinaire. A passionate person. I don't know, girl. I don't. I don't. I don't even know what to say. I mean, all of these people are batshit crazy. They are just <laughs> bananas, all of them. And I don't like Joe Exotic. You're like, okay, wow, you you exist, okay. And you're he's setting up this zoo, and he started out with like a couple of them, but then he started breeding the tigers. He wasn't the liger guy, was he? No, that was. I think, dude. yeah, the Bagdon or Bag, uh, whose last name is Anto. We'll get to him. Uh, the weird dude with the yeah. ponytail, the big feller. Yeah, yeah. But man, Joe Exotic was like, and he's—I mean, he—he he clearly has something going on. He is—he <laughs> was able to be, you know what I mean? Like, there's something charismatic about him because he's able to lure all of these people, or not lure, but be like, "Hey, come work with me." They—they they just stop by. There was one dude there. Who I really, he was the most normal guy there, the one who kind of hung on till the end. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he's like, I just stopped by to get my picture taken with a bear. And then they asked if I wanted to work there. And I'm like, okay. And then 10 years later, I'm still here. So you're like, what is he doing? I mean, I guess it's just like the steady stream of meth that he's providing to people, whatever, because they are all on a lot of drugs yeah. during this thing. You know, I mean, he got two husbands. That were straight. Okay, we'll get to that. The, uh, the two straight Sorry. husbands, a long story there. Two straight husbands, clearly he's got something going on. All right, now, I, of course, uh, found the po greater political implications in this show. Uh, I did a story for the reader about this, and the obvious, uh, uh, the obvious companion that uh, Joe Exotic has in the world of politics is Donald Trump. To me, Donald Trump and Joe Exotic are separated from birth. That's how I put it. Uh, first of all, they both okay. bad hair, weird marriages. Really bad hair. 
okay? Uh, and their behavior, their impulsive, rash behavior, uh, the ability to say anything at any given moment, whether it's true or not, just go with it, go with the flow if it serves their purpose. And there's just sort of what buffoonish charisma that has its oh, appeal. Yeah, like, yeah, this whole idea that's like classic narcissist, you know, and I mean, the, the depth with which he feels personally attacked at all moments. Which one am I talking about? I don't know. But I mean, the, both of them, they can feel like, oh, I'm being attacked right now. And Joe Exotic goes out and uses, like, Adam. I mean, I mean yes, you are absolutely correct. They are they are totally linked. They're just, it's just, sorry, I just don't even know what to say. They're all, bananas. All right, so uh, his nemesis, uh, Joe Exotic's nemesis, is Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Where is her husband? <laughs> where is where is Kate? Where is that husband? We don't know because she fed him to a tiger. Yes, indeed. Carol Baskin. She, okay, yeah. okay. Have you seen the um? Have you seen the the second uh, Kingsman movie? No. You know the Kingsman. Yeah, I know. I, I, okay. no, I didn't see the first one. I, oh, you didn't see, oh. okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh, no, I'm I shaking it. my head at you. I'm shaking my head. Wait, at wait you. is it okay. worth seeing? Okay, the, I'm sorry. Is it worth like seeing? The Kingsman, the Golden Circle. The first one is. I liked okay. it because I, okay. I like that whole thing. It's you know, it's it's spy and it's fun and it's you know, it's Colin Firth and you get your first glimpse at, at Taron Egerton. Like, nom, 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 nom. love it. Uh, and it's fun and it's. It's frothy, and I was like, we just saw the birth of a franchise. Well, then, we, with the second movie, we saw the death of a franchise uh, because it was so bad. But uh, Julianne Moore is in it, and she plays, like, the evil lady. That's, like, the evil lady ahead of the spy organization. But she comes off as just, like, so sweet in apple pie, and all she wants to do is make it be 1950s, and she makes hamburgers, but she makes burgers out of people. And she's just, you know, oh, okay, this is great. Okay, that is Carol Baskin. <laughs> She comes off as the sweetest pie lady who's every day on her social media. media. Hey there, cats and kittens. How are you doing today? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. So Jolly Roger had a crazy thorn in his paw, so, or whatever bullshit yeah. she does. But she is, don't mess with Carol Baskin yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, don't mess. Dangerous. All right. So mm -mm. I, I dealt with her in my essay, and I said she, in some ways, politically speaking, she reminded me of Hillary Clinton. The distinction I made is that Carol Baskin's followers are more like Donald Trump followers. Follow me. And they will follow okay. Carol Baskin off a cliff. Most definitely. We have reason to believe that Carol Baskin may have know something more than she's saying, to put it mildly, about what happened to her second husband. She's been married three times. He disappeared. We don't know where he is. Uh, he's been ruled. Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. We know exactly where she is. We know exactly where he is. Okay. He is now a pile of tiger poop. Allegedly. 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 Gets Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the views and opinions of Scott Duff are not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. So there's reason to believe that she knows more about her husband's disappearance than she's letting along. along. And uh, there's reason to believe that Scott Duff is also correct. And yet 
There's legions of big cat lovers, men and women, who volunteer, give up their time to work on her big cat zoo. Yeah, well, because she's posturing it as a sanctuary, as a way that, like, she's actually saving, she's rescuing all of these these exotic animals and these big cats from all these other private zoos from across the country. And she's rescuing them from being abused and putting them into the safe Harbor. That is her place outside of Tampa. First of all, nobody should go to Tampa. (laughs) Second of all, (laughs) what is going on? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's very weird. Like she's really, she's great about messaging. You know, she's she's become a social media guru. She's got millions of followers. She has, uh, uh, and all of her her messages are about you know protecting and saving the wildlife. But what her main goal is, she wants to be the only operator of one of these private zoos in the entire country. Like yeah. that's what it comes down to. Like she's looking for power in in this shall we say cottage industry or very specific industry of, of having big cats. Yeah. You know, she's, that's what she wants. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, that's what I got the whole time. She's like, Oh, you know, I'm, and she does, she has legions of followers who come here and they volunteer. She's not paying a dime to so many of these people. And she's just like, nom, 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 raking it in hand over fist. Yeah. At the risk of sounding like a Joe exotic fan, let me just make this point. I feel that Joe Exotic uh, treats his followers, or treated, he's now, of course, in prison. He treated his followers with a little more dignity (laughs) than Carol Baskin. There's that scene in the movie where Carol Baskin, she openly says, like, people come up to her, she doesn't even know who they are. They're just loyal. Oh, that one has been with me. She has these different T-shirts that mark how long they've been her followers. So like if you're a rookie, I don't know, it's a red T-shirt. If you've been there two years, she gives you a blue T-shirt. This is what they get. They get T-shirts. They come in, they do work, they clean out the cages or whatever, and they get T-shirts. If they've been there five years, they get like a purple T-shirt, let's say. Scott, she's like, oh, I didn't recognize her, but I see she's wearing a purple T-shirt. So she's been here for five years. (laughs) She's like, oh, it's so nice to see you. Marsha. <laughs> yeah. It's bananas. It is just bananas. Yeah. So I think that the state, Carol Baskin, uh, the segment about Carol Baskin just is kind of making an overall statement about like Trump supporters who will just follow Trump no matter what he says, no matter what stupidity comes out of his mouth, even if it contradicts well, what that, he said two minutes ago. Go ahead. Right. Well, but that's the same thing about Joe Exotic, though, too. I mean, because they are definitely. He's got people who are loyal to him through and through. Um, you know, again, you have, we'll, we'll get to them later on, but there's like a worker who had their arm ripped off by a tiger. And as soon as they got out of the hospital, they're back to work. Yeah. yeah. That's a work ethic. I, that, but let's just yeah, okay. get to That's Safri. Your thoughts on Safri. Isn't that the pronunciation? Uh, yes. Uh Safri, who I believe when they were shooting the documentary identified using she, her pronouns. Now he uses he, him pronouns. I thought that Safri was the most, one of the most sane people in there, aside from the fact that he went back to work after he got his arm ripped off by a tiger. (laughs) What? What? Yeah. What? I mean, I think part of this is like, 
I don't know. Like, there's something there's this very nice there's like a loyalty aspect to to his his work ethic. Um, I think there is clearly the work that he was doing uh, with Joe Exotic meant something. You know, fed his soul, and I could see where. You know, these are these are not highly densely populated areas. He said Joe Exotic's in Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so you have places where like okay, so you know I do my thing but this is like it's excitement i mean i could totally see how people would get like lured into joe exotic's world because like if you're in the middle of oklahoma what do you have you've got dust and then these tigers so it's like i'm gonna go hang out with the tigers Uh, (laughs) you know one more time the news (laughs) the views and opinions of scott uh, he's just insulted i've I've driven through i'm sorry oklahoma you're an amazing wait you're from missouri aren't you yeah. What's the difference? Am I Missouri? counting it? <laughs> What's I'm the not difference? living there anymore, am I? No, that's. But what is the? Is there a difference between Missouri and Oklahoma? Yes, we have an arch. <laughs> okay, St. Louis. You're right. Uh, there we are. All right, and uh, we've just now just thrown the entire <laughs> state of Oklahoma. No, but you're right, Safri. That, that no, was, but I mean, but yeah. they're like. But no, but you know what I mean. Like it can be said of any place, like any rural area, but any place within the United States. If you're like something, if you're um, not to bash on people who are making their living, you know, like at the Walmart or working at the gas station or anything like that. But then all of a sudden you have somebody coming along say, hey, I have the opportunity for you to work with, you are an animal lover. I've got these tigers. Come and like hang out with me. I could see how that would be very seductive. To, to somebody who's like, oh, I just want my life to be an adventure. And when you're there with these giant animals, of course your life is an adventure. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to yeah. like, <clears throat> understand the motivation, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Now, uh, pound for pound, in my humble opinion, the strangest or oddest character in the show would be, and I'm going back to Carol Baskin, her current husband, Howard Baskin. I found him, I'll just boil it down, a very peculiar individual. What was your take yeah, on Howard Baskin? He's a little odd. I <laughs> I think that he loves Carol Baskin so much. <laughs> I really do. I'm like, okay, clearly she's got this thing for older men because she, that was her first, but she had two husbands before then? Yes. She had two husbands. What happened to the first one? Uh, my mem- okay, it's been a while, but I believe he was abusing her, wasn't he? Wasn't that the first husband? And that oh, yeah. and then that led to the whole thing. It, well, then I think I don't know. I can't. It's been a while, but I think that ended up in a divorce, and then she moved in uh, her second husband, who vanished. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who vanished? Vanished. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Disappeared. Yep. And disappeared. Uh, Totally not eaten by tiger. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, not at all. Uh, uh, and then she no, inherited his entire that, estate, by the way. Let's not forget that part about it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Carol Baskin found a, a – I think Howard Baskin, I really think he might be a sweet old guy. I think he's a sweet dude. He loves her so much, and she has done some, like – step into my lair kind of thing where she has them wrapped around her little finger, just like all of those volunteers, except he's got the pocketbook and he's been able to like help put up the money 
as you see throughout the series about like fighting up like with all these lawsuits and paying for the lawyers. I think he loves her so much that he is willing to do anything to save her. Well, there's that one moment where uh, they just have this uh, picture where he's wearing like a a Flintstone style tiger suit. You know, remember oh, the yeah, Flintstone? Oh yeah, their wedding picture. Their wedding picture on the it, beach. Yeah. And he's like he's in a like a little like a Fred Flintstone tiger print sort of toga on a leash. Yeah, she's got holding, the leash. yeah. 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 No, again, this is why I'm like Carol Baskin right around she's got him wrapped right around her <laughs> finger. And I'm sure there's some sort of sexy time that's happening that, that they all enjoy. And you know, good on them. Hey. <laughs> Great. But I think I just think that he also was somebody, he seems like somebody who had made money, who met her later in life. Again, here's some adventure. Here's something so, you know, exotic, mm. some Joe exotic, but something that'll spice up my life. And she is just like, you know, she's this pretty blonde lady who speaks with such lovely, soft tones. And she's really fighting to do the good, the right thing. Just don't piss her off or she'll feed you to a tiger. Yeah. You know, it's just such weird thing and i think that there really is so much love that he has for her yeah well that by the way that intonation is what reminded me of hillary clinton hillary clinton had a way of speaking where she was very restrained uh and it was as though she was trying to uh send out these vibrations of caring about people and being really concerned about people but i always had the feeling that push came to shove out come the knife, you know. So it's it. That's when I say when Carol Baskin sends out that vibration. I just sort of reminded. I've been watching Hillary Clinton in action for many, many years. Not saying in any way that Hillary Clinton uh, has the same morals of Carol Baskin. Okay, now all right, it's PizzaGate all over again, isn't it? With you, <laughs> PizzaGate. Oh okay. God, year one of the Trump administration. As we head into year four, PizzaGate. How can I forget it? All right, this is what I want to know. I need to know this from you, Scott Duff. Uh, let's talk about Travis and Dylan and John, who are... Uh, <laughs> the husbands? Yeah, the husbands uh, of Joe Exotic. He was married to two of them, Travis and John, at the same time. So let's put Dylan to the side for the moment. Uh, then, yeah, as, the show, over there. as the show goes on, John and Travis reveal that they are not gay, uh, although they're right. married... <laughs> At the same time. Help me out, Scott. I need help on this one. Just lead me through this thicket. You know, I need help with that, too. Again, I think I'm going to have to go back to um, addiction. I think it's going to have to go back to drug addiction uh, with these people. There is something clearly, I mean, just what's his name? John, that is the first husband. Yeah. No. John, the... Wait, literally. Yeah, John Finley. Yeah, he was the first husband, and then Travis came along. He was and the all first. Three husband. of them were married. Yeah. Yeah, and they're talking like as you go on through the series, you start learning about their drug use, and but you're like, oh, that explains why John has three teeth. <laughs> like there is something going on. Like, oh, okay. I mean, if you get somebody, if as long as we're keeping the Trump you know, comparison going, yeah. you have somebody who is a narcissist, who is charming, who is able to offer like promise these amazing things. And meanwhile, like, I'm just going to get you all messed up while you're doing this. Yeah. You know, you take somebody who probably doesn't come from, uh, I'm making assumptions, but it seems to me from what I 
was able to glean from the series that John did not necessarily come from a, a really great background or a place of affluence uh, or of education. And I'm not saying that those are complete indi- indicators of people with addiction, but they definitely had, I think this was kind of like, oh, this is an option. This guy clearly is bananas about me. Mm-hmm. He's offering me this like glamorous life of big cats and he's providing me drugs. They're done. Like I can, that is like an addict mentality. And the same thing happened when cute little Travis came along. Another kid who was just like, I don't know. Like, what am I doing? Oh, you're being nice to me. You're giving me drugs. I mean, I can see how that would happen. So it's interesting. The, the, the word you used is option. That's a great word. It's an option on many levels. So like, yeah. Uh, sexual identity is an option. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not tripping on the fact that they're not gay or whether they're gay. Remember that they, there's those moments where they're, well, I'm not gay, but you're living with a man. Well, yeah. So, you, you know what I'm saying? They're just not yeah. tripping on it. It's like the sexual identity, and I just—it's the younger generation, Ben. <laughs> it's the younger generation. Yeah. They, they understand things in a different way than we do. Yeah, in some ways, it's a more profound and healthy thing. And I mean, you can make the argument, oh. you know? It's like, uh, sure. You can also make the argument about why you should be keeping large cats in your backyard. But you shouldn't necessarily yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it all kind of falls apart. Uh, the uh, triangle, there's that scene... The precious scene where they're the the wedding scene and Joe Exotic. He's feeding cake. To, they're both like just you see him in their oh. wedding suits. He's feeding them cake. Yeah. Uh. But wait, didn't he? Wasn't there something? Because wait, Travis dies. Yes. Right. Are we? I Was mean, it's. Was, I'm oh, sorry. Spoilers. Sorry. Well, if they're this, time out. If they're this far in the show, they've watched it already, and I've already said, okay, That's true. We're, what we're about to talk to about is a major spoiler. So if you haven't seen it, you don't. You want, although it's been out there so much in the newspapers anyway. So here we go. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, 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 but Travis doesn't he kill himself? Yes, he shot himself. He shot himself. Yeah. And, but then there was that moment, of, I think it was at the funeral or maybe it was at the wedding. I can't remember where Joe Exotic is talking about like him very sexually and how like how I'm going to miss seeing like whatever it was. It's like, <laughs> oh, dear, sweet baby Jesus. What are you doing? What are you doing? And you, like his mom, Travis's mom is there. Yes. You know, it's like, and she, the whole time she's like, well. I didn't think he was gay, but he <laughs> married this guy. So I'm like, go mom, go mama Travis. Cause she was just kind of winging up. We're like, all right, but he seems happy. Yeah. I don't, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it was very bizarre. Uh, it was, but in her own way, she's very open-minded. Uh, Scott, we, she was very yeah. open-minded. No, that, uh, totally. Yeah, Travis was a bizarre individual. He just sort of showed up one day and uh, joined the family, and now uh, there were three uh, married uh, together, uh, and they uh, and it was kind of an open relationship because meanwhile, while uh, John and Travis uh, are married to Scott, they are carrying on to with- Joe. They are not married to me. They're married to Joe. My married to Joe. Did I say Scott? Yes. <laughs> 
I didn't. I just look at him when I said that. So they're married. They're married to Joe, not Scott. All right. And uh, uh, meanwhile, they're carrying on with various women uh, at the ranch or at the zoo. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just bananas. It is bananas. Bizarre stuff indeed. Uh, and it helped me get through the uh, the insanity of the the pandemic. I'll close with the one last character who. Uh, well, apparently there's going to be another show and it's going to be centered on him. I, I don't know if this is certain. Uh, his name is Jeff Lowe. This guy, Scott, love to get your thoughts on Jeff Lowe. He's the one who took over, essentially uh, took uh, Joe Exotic's kingdom oh. from him. What a character. What a is he, con man, gambler, sex pervert. I mean, yeah. all Talk the above. Talk about Trumpian. Like that dude is like the ultimate flim flam man. Like he's just like, all right, like he will come in and promises all this money and I've got all this stuff. And people are like making assumptions because you saw a picture of him in a cool car or living in a fancy house and none of it was his. Yeah. Oh, oh, they're making a whole thing about him. Well, I do not know if it's a whole thing. What he did was he, uh, uh, he tweeted out a message that there's going to be another segment. The show is so popular. Uh, and he said there's going to be another segment. And the implication was that he would be sort of the star of the segment again. Uh, Joe Exotic's in jail. Uh, so I guess, you know, he's not going to make, be making any appearances. Uh, and uh, anytime soon. In fact, last I saw, he was uh, in an isolation cell because he had been uh, exposed to someone who had COVID-19. And so the fear was that he oh. might have contracted. We don't know. Or the article I read, they didn't know. So you couldn't put in isolation. Um, you know, it, it's uh, no joke what's happened uh, to his life. Uh, so anyway, there could possibly be another segment. Uh, oh. Yeah. So does it. Dude, we. Oh, go ahead. No, what, what were you going to say? Cut you off. No, I was just going to say, before we like go away from this, we haven't even touched. Uh, Muhammad Yavi Bagdan Pantle. <laughs> yeah. This... That dude. Now, this is the guy who had. All right. That he... is like a. He is running. Yeah, he is basically. He's running another one of these zoos. Where was his? This was in Florida was, as was well, Florida? wasn't it? Wasn't it also Florida in Florida as well? Yeah, I think it was in Florida, yeah. I'm doing, some, I'm doing some quick research as we're doing this. Where did it go? I think his was in... Anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, but it, wherever the hell it was. This dude, but he now has like a harem himself. I mean, he's basically leading a cult where they could have that one worker or who I think used to be his wife that they keep coming back to. And she was like... Yep, it was again. It was really exciting, and we worked there, and we were paid a hundred dollars a week, and that's what we had to live on. Yeah, and it was all these all these ladies, and they were all sexy ladies, and they had to be dressed in very certain like sex kitten unintended kind of outfits when they were uh, dealing with the public and interacting with the public. And did he put out like a calendar or something? Yes. With them? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very bizarre behavior. And once again, uh, this compulsion, just like with uh, Joe Exotic, to uh, bring these people into their lives, uh, utter insane behavior. I'm going to close with this, uh, Scott. 
did you find this a welcome diversion from the real madness of our everyday life with the, the oh, pandemic? Absolutely. I did. And I wish that I had spaced it out longer instead of literally watching it <laughs> in, a, in a night and a half. Like, it was just, wait, what? It's a, it's a great reminder just to realize how uh, bizarre and what a rich tapestry humanity is. And there are so many different kinds of people out there. And it's just a glimpse into this like whole other world that is completely foreign and exotic to most people. I loved it. All right, very but good. it is. But also, if you are a hardcore animal lover, it might be challenging for you to watch. Absolutely, because it uh, just sort of mocks the whole notion of respecting and loving animals. Scott Duff, yeah. thank you very much. When next time we bring you on, we're going to figure out a way to do a cooking show uh, where we marry your great talents in the kitchen and my utter ignorance. It should be a lot of fun. We can do it. And Scott, we can find your show just on YouTube, Facebook, things like that? Yeah, go to YouTube and look for Scott Duff Cooking Stuff. I've got about 14 little tiny episodes, and they're not necessarily suitable for work because I do swear. But it's fun. Just started them as a a way to kind of get through my – to occupy my days through this madness that we're in. But, yeah, check it out. Scott Duff Cooking Stuff on YouTube. Scott Duff Cooking Stuff on YouTube. Thank you very much, Scott. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Ben. That's another bonus show on The Ben Jarofsky Show.